Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. be some kind of way out of here said a joker to the thief there's too much confusion i thought at five o'clock you played journey yet i can't but I get no welcome in everybody <laughs> now ben <laughs> welcome in everybody it's great to have you with us patrick johnson here the the natalie attired ben byram I'm dressed like I'm I'm out pruning trim, uh, pruning bushes or trees, and uh, Ben is uh, looking like the executive that he is. Hey, Ben! Great to see you, Ben. Good to see you. We out here? Yeah, yeah. So, um, CJ Wilson is going to be with us today. Uh, we were going to have CJ in the studio, but his schedule got crossed up so we're gonna have him telephonically in just a few minutes i'm looking forward to talking uh, you know cj was announced last week's gonna coach at north pit with that team I, look there's a program that could certainly use some some sage professional level experience he'll be able to teach the kids a lot they got a good coach there so uh i think it's great i think i think it's great cj's gonna be part of that uh he's back in greenville and uh, it's great to have C.J. Wilson around. Nice guy. I, you know, obviously I remember him, and, and we interviewed him, but it's been a while since I've talked to C.J., and we caught up a little bit this afternoon, and uh, he's, uh, he's a good guy. He really is a Super Bowl champ, and uh, looking forward to having him on the phone here. All right, Ben, do we need to are, – are we going to talk about the elephant in the room here, the thing that continues to – I mean, I'm taking phone calls left and right on it. I got people stopping by the studio talking to me about it. Oh, yeah. I, I could see that. And that's Kevin Williams returning as the – no, that's <laughs> – Some coaching news there. Yeah, that is some coaching news. We talked to Kevin. Uh, Kevin was messaging me again today. We're going to have him on sometime next week. Uh, that was popular. A lot of people are glad to have him back. I am too. Um, so, you know, nothing new to report on this Cliff Godwin thing. It's now gotten a little bit of uh, – it's entered the Twitter sphere and you know, I've texted with some of these people, uh, and I'm happy to do it. It's not that I'm complaining. Uh, trust me. I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm happy to do it. And I'm happy to tell you, if you want to call in and talk about it, I'm happy to have you on to talk about it at five, six, one game, two, five, two, five, six, one, four, two, six, three, happy to talk to anybody about it. But I, I just, I think it is a, it, it's, it's, this isn't a case where if it does happen and Cliff Godwin were to leave, he's leaving because he's dissatisfied, at least to my knowledge, not dissatisfied with anybody at, at ECU. Uh, these are not just, I mean, you know, there was the Alabama situation. I've been told that that was a job that he it was his to take. He didn't take it. I don't think the Mississippi State thing was quite at that level, but, I mean, there was some interest there a few years ago. 
Um, and look, somebody made a point to me today, and and I, I don't want to reveal our personal conversation that we are a top and we are a top twenty baseball program, and that's awesome. But I mean, LSU is a top five baseball program. You you can't you can't blame the guy if that's where he goes. People. Say they understand it, but they don't understand it. Or most more so than anything, I mean, they have the financial backing. It's there. Well, They're in the SEC. They yeah. get all their money from football and well, well, think about what the, the case may be. Think about what the SEC has done. And I mean, when you say football, basically from television paying for football. Yeah. Here's what the SEC did a few weeks ago. They didn't loan. They didn't put an interest payment. They didn't tell their schools, well, you, you were going to cut into your... They advanced each school in the SEC. Each member institution in that 14-team conference got advanced $23 million for each school. Again, not loaned. Schools didn't go saying, hey, can we can the, can the league take out some... a loan? Like it's been rumored some schools in the American have done south of us here. And said, "Hey, let's." I mean, they were they were advanced their TV payment essentially to get through the COVID situation. They'd say all they want about how great things are in the ACC. That didn't happen. Not heard of anything like that happening in the Big Ten, Big Twelve, Pac Twelve. Nothing like that. And and I said this yesterday, and it's the reality. We're at a and you can have the big discussion and everybody can beat their chest over whose fault it is. It doesn't really matter whose fault it is at this point, but there's there, in a financial crunch here at ECU, and, and ECU is not the only athletic department that's in that situation. There are plenty others that are a lot less healthy than, than East Carolina. Uh, and I think they've done the best they can do in the situation. It's just there, there's a point where the money is not is not there. And it's not money. Cliff Godwin's greedy for money. Cliff's got a very fine life. He makes a, a handsome salary. He's well paid for what he does, and you can live like a king on that in, in Greenville. You can live pretty well with that. I think uh, Cliff, like he's a, a – I, I don't know what his spending habits are. I, you know, I don't think he's got like a big car collection or anything, but, I mean, you know, he, he's he's got a very nice, comfortable life, and he's earned it. Look at it this way. I mean – it's college baseball. It's not on the level of a college basketball or college football. I mean, this is one of the few jobs in college baseball where it's it's essentially a million-dollar opportunity. Right, and that's what it would be certainly at LSU. Yeah. Probably would be at and – I, and I don't – it would be at the same thing at Ole Miss. Now, I don't think Coach Godwin is motivated by money, but I'm sure he's a capitalist and it doesn't hurt. You know, you want to achieve the – the, the height of your profession, and the, and this is a way for him to personally do this. Does that mean he's selfish or a bad guy? No. But it's not even the, the salary. That's what I'm getting at here. It's all the other things that they can do in the SEC budget that even if ECU wants to do them, right now they just realistically can't do them. And who knows if they'll ever be able to realistically. Certainly, I mean, look, there's ACC teams who can't spend on the level SEC teams do. There's Big Ten teams that can't spend on the level that SEC teams do. If I'm a Missouri fan, I'm really uh, torqued off because how do we have all this money and our programs stink? 
We're we're this nondescript. Pretty much in any sport, right? <laughs> well, that's what I mean. If you're Vanderbilt, I, I get the academic thing, but gosh, if you're Vanderbilt, how does your football stink? Ah, good grief! I mean, with that kind of money, those kind of resources, and look, they spend. It's, it's it's like deficit spending with the government. Nobody's putting any aside for a rainy day. Even though that, that every every nickel of that twenty three million will be spent. Yeah, Vanderbilt plays basketball in an opera house. Like, what are they doing with their money? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jerry Stackhouse could sing in that opera house. He, you know, has this lovely voice. Uh, lovely voice. So, I, I just so something comes across today from the Daily Advertiser which is uh, a newspaper down in Louisiana. And again, these are newspapers putting their names on this. This isn't message boards. This isn't, you know, some, uh, the independent uh, online uh, coverage of, you know, the uh, LCC Lancers. I mean, this is the, these are newspapers. And again, say what we want about newspapers in this world, because there's plenty that can be said about it. Uh, but this guy, Glenn Gilbo from the Lafayette Daily Advertiser. Now, if I've mispronounced Mr. Gilbo's last name. Sounds like he's from Louisiana. My apologies to Glenn Gilbo and the Gilbo family. Mike Bianco has had success at Ole Miss, but he could be a home run hire for LSU baseball. Uh, basically, he lays out a scenario where Bianco would leave Ole Miss after 21 seasons for LSU, his alma mater. And then... He has the coach at uh, Louisville, Dan McDonald, going to Ole Miss, the Cliff Godwin going to Louisville. I don't think that would happen. Now, that I don't think would happen at all. I'd be a little, My feelings would be a little hurt on that one. I haven't heard much about Louisville there. I, uh, that's news to me. But I, Well, this is just this is Glenn Gilbo's scenario that he has spelled out. I, I, I don't know if this is a column as much as it is, you know, kind of his thoughts or, or if he knows anything. People eat that stuff up. No, they do. He could be a nobody and write an article like that on that kind of platform but I'm saying it people is, love it. But at least it is a guy who is a... He's an established guy. Established yeah. reporter. It's not someone yeah, I'm not sitting in a basement. Yeah, I know, I know what you're saying. But my, my point is this. My feelings would be hurt if he left to go to Louisville. <laughs> I'd be a little angry if he left to go to Louisville. Maybe he saw something in the Super Regional back in 2019. Well, no, look, they have, but that's, again, that's not... That's not the SEC. My feelings would be hurt if if he went to. And, and there's nothing officially going anywhere. Nobody said anything. You know, I've I've had some pretty intriguing conversations with people, but I mean, I I I don't feel like these conversations. I'm not denying what these people have told me. I just don't know if we're there yet on anything. You would think it's still kind of early. <laughs> well, I mean, there was reportage that the uh, guy Bianco was in. Baton Rouge interviewing yesterday. Makes sense. They'll talk to him, and they'll reportedly in the next few days, according to this Daily Advertiser article interview, Coach Godwin. He kind of makes the most sense, the Ole Miss guy. I mean, he's got the SEC experience. He's been around for a while. I mean, Ole Miss has been a successful program in college baseball. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. No, I mean, it does. And uh, he's got a kid on the team. He's uh, played there. play some daddy ball. It's fine. It makes all the sense in the world. I, I think they would do very well to hire Coach Godwin if they decided to at LSU. I think he. I think 
he would do an excellent job wherever he goes. I know he'd do an excellent Stay job. Stay in the purple and gold? And have to change his outfits, right? I think he'd do well. But I and look, I, I get that it is tough to wrap our minds around this. And I mean, there's people. If you want to write the athletic, and again, I, I haven't had any conversation with the people in athletics. I'm sure John Gilbert's happy to receive emails, and he'll gladly write you back because he seems like the sort of guy that does. When I've written him about stuff directly, he's written me back. But you're you're preaching to the choir. They realize that, you know. You're not telling them something they don't. You're not you telling, know. Them, and, and 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 there's only so much they can do if if it's LSU or Ole Miss. Now, if it's Louisville, again, my feelings will be hurt if it's Louisville. This scenario that Glenn Gilbo has laid out is is hurt my feelings. I don't think it's a scenario where they're sitting at a board table or a board meeting or something. They're like, oh, we got to seriously consider bringing this guy back. Do we really want to do this or not? No, they want to bring him back. It's not just they can't. They may not be able to make. You got to you got to understand what they're kind of working with here. No, and look, there's still uh, Vitello at uh, Tennessee, who's kind of maybe in the mix. That's a dark horse name for this, for either of these situations. LSU, if they do hire Bianco, and and I mean, so there's plenty of plenty of pace, uh, places that they can go. And you know, Cliff was Cliff was uh, has history at both places, and and guys that know him say he liked both places quite a bit. So uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. Everybody's watching the flight tracker out of uh, PGV, and, and all throw that. down everybody. Come on now. Well, uh, it's just. Cliff Godwin said it yesterday. He hopes the fans have enjoyed and do appreciate what the program's accomplished in the last three postseasons that have been played, and that is going hosting three straight regionals. It's just a handful of programs do that. And I, I don't think that's reading anything into that messaging, but it's why you, should, you know, need to enjoy the teams when they're, they're winning. It's a little tough to stick with teams when they're not winning, but it's part of being the, a, a fan. You know, and, and football, if it starts to win again, people should support it on a high, high level because it's just it's tough to win in this environment. And what Cliff Godwin has done is quite remarkable. But, uh, and I, again, I get I know people are all up in their fields, but there's there's some reality with this stuff that it would, it would have to be a personal decision. I want to stay at my alma mater because, again, of the resources, the money for the resources, and obviously life-changing Life-changing money. And stay off the flight tracker. That's creepy. Come on now. Stop it, folks. They're not going to do that. They're going to stay on the flight tracker. All right. uh, A timeout. We will uh, come back. C.J. Wilson will be on the other side. uh, We're hoping to have C.J. in the studio. Didn't work out today. Uh, Maybe we'll get him in the studio at a later time. He is going to be coaching for North Pitt this upcoming uh, season. Be part of that staff. Talk to him about that. Get his thoughts on Aaron Rodgers. What's going on in Green Bay where – CJ was a member of a Super Bowl team. Uh, All of that when we return after this on the PJ Show. We'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. We are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching. 94.3 The Game. And 94.3thegame.com. Now on Instagram. It is uh, great to have you with us here, and it's uh, great to welcome Eastern North Carolina native from over Bellhaven Way, 
Uh, one of the all-time greats for ECU football and a Super Bowl champ with the Green Bay Packers. Spent uh, part of his uh, career with the Packers, Raiders, Lions, Saints, and Bears. C.J. Wilson joins us here on the uh, phone. C.J., thanks for uh, coming on with us. We appreciate it very much, and uh, good to talk to you. Uh, thank you for having me on. I'm, I'm very blessed uh, to be here, so thank you for inviting me on. There's a million things we could talk about, but I want to start <laughs> with this. Uh, well, let me let me congratulate you. You you've got a uh, a child on the way. Well, your your significant other has a child on the way, so this is pretty exciting. Yes, yes, we're expecting our first child any day now. Um, she's oh gosh, nine weeks. <laughs> so any day now. Yeah, so we uh, already you know been you know got everything ready for. When she arrives, my first child is a baby girl, so I'm going to be a girl again. There you go. Have you got the plan for the pathway to the hospital? Have you planned all of that out? And uh... Yes, we, 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 we actually took a, uh, we actually <laughs> took a, uh, I guess, uh, a ride, you know, to make sure we was ready to see the fastest route to the hospital. Right. And already uh, lined it up, so when that day comes, that time comes, we'll be ready. I got you. Well, best of luck, and uh, that's, that's very neat. I know uh, a lot of... Uh, Pirate fans, but also just a lot of fans from years back home are uh, are pretty excited about that. Uh, C.J. Wilson with us uh, here, and uh, so it was announced last week you're going to be helping uh, out with the football team at North Pitt. Uh, that'll be uh, you'll be working with their staff this year. Congratulations on that! Oh, thank you. Yes, uh, they actually um, hired me. I start. I actually started already. We had a uh, you know a couple workouts. Monday and uh, on today, this morning. So I'm actually uh, excited about being a part of okay football family. What kind of made you decide to get into uh, to coaching at that level? Uh, you know, it's always been a, a, a dream, always been a, a thing I wanted to do. Um, but I, you know, after playing football, I I retired and I just sat around the house for a while, <laughs> took some vacations, and I'm like, man, I'm don't it's it's not it's, life is not a, a, a I guess it's not worth it. If you are not doing what you you know your passion, what you're passionate about, and so I um I actually been coaching my nephews, and um for the last four or five years and in football off the field, and I actually had it. So I had had a chance to talk to one of the uh, sister principals at North Pitt that actually was my teacher um, when I was younger, and and I asked him you know how to get into coaching and everything, and so. He, uh, through the help of the Lord and through the help of, uh, Mr. Joyner, Willie Joyner, mm-hmm. I actually got a call to, to come, uh, be North Pitt's next head football coach after this season. So I'm excited for the challenge. So you're, you're going in and then Greg Watford is there, but then after this season, I guess he's, he's going to retire, move on, and then you're going to take over. Is that right? Yes, sir. That's, that's, that's correct. Okay. So you kind of get a year to learn the ropes. And then they're they're thrusting you. Uh, <laughs> they're thrusting you. You need a year to get acclimated with the baby at home, and then they're going to thrust you into the big job. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you, you know one thing, and I'm, I'm excited because uh, you know to be uh, get a chance to watch somebody great do the, do a great job, and that's Coach Wofford. Got a chance to really uh, get to know him in the past few weeks. Great man. I just give him. I get a lot of credit for what he's done so far at the program, and he's only been there for a few years, so. But just to see how he turned it around from mm-hmm. years previous, I uh, take my hat off to him. Well, and, and I think it's interesting they're going to do a new conference, so it, it'll be uh, kind of a good time to 
to, to transition that. Well, good. That's great. I, I'm, I'm glad to, uh, to hear that. So you're, this is, uh, this, you're, you're here for the long haul then. This is, uh, <laughs> this isn't one of those here for a year to coach and go somewhere else. I mean, you're, you're kind of in it for the long haul. It sounds like. Oh, oh yes. You know, um, you know, I, I, it's so funny because once the news went out, went out that I was coaching, I got about four or five different calls and texts about, you know, people, you know, wanting me, I actually had a couple of guys, you know, hit me up, want me to go coach for them. But I, uh, but I was like, nah, I, I keep my word and I really want to see this program turned around. And I, uh, so I'm here for the long, the long run and I want to see this program turn around because as I, as I'm getting to know, this is very, uh, in a, a low income area and it's, a, uh, I think it's a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, passion and the people are there that are trying to do their best with helping these kids. And I just, I mean, I'm honored and, and excited to put a challenge in, in and to help them out in any way I can. Yeah. Uh, we've got CJ Wilson on the line with us. Uh, won a Super Bowl at the Packers. I have some Packers questions for you coming up here in just a bit. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, was an all time great at, uh, at ECU, um, being back in, in kind of Pitt County and then being ingrained in the, uh, in the scholastic, uh, level, as far as football, uh, I'm sure you're going to be and continue to, to, to be kind of involved and, and keep an eye and go to ECU games and that sort of thing, potentially, right? Yes. Oh yes. I, I actually, uh, went over that not too long ago, talked to, uh, coaches at East Carolina and I'm looking to have a, a, a keep, continue my connection there and continue my relationship with them because, you know, they, you know, I, it's a great thing to have your uh, alma mater in a Division One school, not too far from your high school, to be able to show the guys what it takes to be there, not only for football but for education. So I would definitely w- would like to continue my relationship there, and also my t- both of my nephews will, will be uh, with the football team. One of one of them was there last year. Mm-hmm. Is Kai Wilson, and like my other nephew oh. actually be going there this year too. Uh, Zion Wilson, they some big guys, and they're very good. And we and I'm hoping that they'll do great things as follow my my footsteps. There you go. Okay. Well, no, Jai has. He's been he's been coming on. I mean, he's really uh, and, and kind of like you, you know, has kind of had to earn it and work his way up. And the coaches yes. are real high on him, so that that's really great. Uh, it's fantastic to have C.J. Wilson uh, with us uh, here. Going to coach at North Pitt and is kind of uh, the head coach and waiting uh, there for that program after this year. So that's very exciting that we're going to have. Uh, a guy that is a, a, a successful uh, football star and an Eastern North Carolina guy involved with uh, one of our local high schools uh, here. Uh, was there any sort of uh, kinship to, to, to the North Pitt situation? Because in some ways I have to imagine it, it was reminiscent of where you went at Northside. It, both schools have some similarities. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, and uh, one thing I remember about North Pitt, my, my oldest brother, you know, he was in high school. They actually had a a playoff game and North Pitt ruined their chances at the end of their playoff season. Right. It was my brother's last season in um, high school. And um, North Pitt always had a, a great tradition back in the day. They was very good. And um, I just, you know, I didn't go there or didn't have nobody, no, no kin that went there or, or mm-hmm. like that. But I just wanted to uh, help out, you know, any school really. And they, they, they just want to give me a chance. Just, I knew somebody there on the staff and, and that was it. And the rest is history. And if, and I'm just excited for the challenge. I'm excited for no, to be a part of North Pitt football family because it's, it's it's easy to go to a program that's already established and 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 do a great job. But it's actually I think it's a, more of an honor and a privilege. And it's it, you know look back in a few years and say oh and oh years to come and say oh I will help build this program back 
up to what it was. Uh, C.J. Wilson uh, was a member of the Packers. Uh, I, I, I remember this, you know, reading about this a couple of days ago, just kind of refreshing my myself with the C.J. Wilson uh, story. And I'd forgotten this, but in that uh, draft of 2010, you got into the seventh round before you got drafted, uh, which yes, is sir. usually, you know, it's tough to make the team uh, out of that position. Uh, I think we've seen guys do that. Obviously, your story is, is one, but... Uh, Boy, that that had to be kind of agonizing to, to, to wait. Take me back to that whole draft weekend. Uh, the draft was done a little differently than it is now, but uh, take me back to that kind of uh, weekend of waiting to have your name called. And, and were you already maybe thinking, all right, I'm, I'm going to go try to make a run as a, as a free agent at, at said destination? No, nah, it was a long weekend. And and tell you the truth, um, it was a very uh, – I had a lot of anxiety that weekend, but we had and when I when I came out, we was it was getting leading up to the lockout, so right. it was two classes in one. So anybody that got drafted in 2010 was a good a great player because you was actually competing with two different draft classes because a lot of the juniors came out because they was going to change the CBA rules, which going to change the 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 signing bonus for rookies who's going to drop tremendously. And that's why a lot of guys came out their rookie, their junior year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you had great guys that's going to be a first round pick or second round pick. 2011, they had to take those guys in 2010. And so it was just the way the, way the cars fall, fell for me. And I just thank God for the opportunity. I knew I was going to be a great player and I knew that guy was going to be with me. And I just took whatever I, I, I got, you know, you can't crowd with spilt milk and, I just took what I had and just went and gave it my best shot. And that's how that, that weekend went. It was a very long weekend, and I'm glad. I never take anything back. If I could do it all again, I'd do it again. Go to the Green Bay Packers because best organization in the, in the NFL to me. And I just thank God for the opportunity to be able to win and be on such a, a great uh, team and um, your franchise. Yeah. Um, then you guys win the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. Uh, and uh, you beat Pittsburgh. Um, what are your memories of that game? Oh, man. You know, I actually had won two championships back-to-back at East Carolina my mm-hmm. junior senior year. Mm-hmm. And then to go to win a Super Bowl the next year is about, you know, like three years. I just didn't know what losing was. I lose felt like that we had won so many games. But that, that year, we played the uh, Steelers. You know, they was a great team, you know, coming out of the AFC. It was a long, very long, hard game. But in the end, we pulled it out to victory. And we was a, a wild card. So everybody didn't. They was writing us off not to, you know, finish as high as we did. But we went there. We beat uh, Philadelphia Eagles and went down to Atlanta. And they was at that time. They was like top. They was the first number one seed in, in NFC. Beat them forty five, I think, to eighteen. And then the rest is history. Went down there, played uh, Steelers. Great game, you know. I got a lot of memories and a lot of uh, got experience greatness, you know, and seeing Aaron Rodgers throw. Touchdown passes, out of touchdown passes. So it was a great experience, and I just don't take nothing from. I thank God for it. Super Bowl uh, forty-five uh, champion uh, C.J. Wilson is with us here, all-time ECU great. All right, you played with Aaron Rodgers. What do you make of this whole? Uh, you, you've you've been bragging on the franchise. What do you make of this whole deal with uh, Aaron Rodgers and, and what's going on right now in Green Bay? Well, I can't really comment on that too much because I'm not there. So it's like unless you were there on the team and. Well, not even on the team, but unless you are, are, are like in Aaron's corner as an agent or up, upstairs in the um, the GM and, and whatnot, 
you really can't comment. All you can do is speculate for what you think going on. But I know that Aaron Rodgers is a great guy, a great teammate, always have been. Been there for a long time. I know he's one of the greatest quarterbacks, greatest quarterbacks ever played the game. And if he's uh, uh, saying something, then I'll have to I, I look at what he's saying. You know, yeah. I know the, the organization is great. Don't get me wrong, but he's great. He's a great guy, and I, I have to say that I'm pretty sure that they're coming to a common ground to figure something out. But that's how most of the time it's, it's like that. You know, you got to come to a common ground and listen to what he's saying, and he listened to what they're saying. That's what I, all I can say about that. I just hope that they figure it out because. I would just love to see him in that green and, and go. So I don't, I mean, green, I don't want to see him nowhere else. It'd be hard to imagine him in different colors, wouldn't it? It really would be. It would, it would, it would. Um, So fair to say you're kind of a, a team Aaron Rodgers guy, in a sense. <laughs> oh, great guy. Great guy. Yes, yeah. great guy. Great, greatest quarterback ever played the game, I think. One of them. Wow. Top three at least. Did, do you think, Um, and again, you know, I'm sure you're keeping an eye on it as a guy who played there. And as you say, you're not in there, so you, you really don't know the the inner workings. But, you know, what we do know and what we do understand is, boy, he'd have to return a lot of money if he just flat out retires. Uh, at the end of the day, you can't give all that money back, right? <laughs> I mean, that's just too much well, money. To well, to a, to a guy, an average person, I mean, it seems like a lot of money. It is a lot of money. But yeah. you got to think about the money he's already made, endorsements. Yeah. The money made on the field, off the field. You got, I know you got restaurants and whatnot. So sometimes it's not about the money. Because if I had to do it again, do it all again, I would do things differently. Sometimes it's about, you know, what's right and what you feel. And, you know, and just like the, the uh, everybody's talking about the, you know, the um, minimum wage and this, you know, if you're not, if you're working for pennies, you feel like it's pennies and they people treat you bad on top of that. And so it's different, different perspectives. And so, it's a lot of money. It might be a lot of money to a lot of people, but to him, it might not be as much. Right. You right. know, and because, you know, nobody wants to be disrespected or treated bad or feel like they're not uh, uh, appreciate, appreciate, uh, aided. So, like I said, I hope that they, they figure things out and he stays there in the gold. I mean, not to go, I keep saying COVID, think about, you know, he's kind of like a stay there in the yellow and <laughs> <laughs> the green. He is uh, the, the one time defensive player of the year in Conference USA, CJ Wilson, joining us uh, live here on the uh, Patrick Johnson show. So when you say if you had to go back and do something again, do you feel like maybe you uh, didn't want to really leave the Packers? Is, is that what you're kind of alluding to there? I mean, I know you oh, said yeah. with, I would, I would, I would, I would stay there. I would have never left. Yeah. So they kicked me out. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. They kicked me out. So right. Get out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you, if what, do you feel like that you maybe should have made a different decision to go somewhere other than Oakland or, or maybe work something no, out with just, the Packers? It's just, it's just that, you know, like nobody's going to love you like, like the one that drafted you. Right. You know, it's just like, you know, Shaq and Kobe said one time that they wish you had stayed together longer. Because when you're younger, you make you don't make the smarter, smart decision because you go off of impulse and you're taking it personal. But And then when you get older, like, dang, this is what I should have done. But you can't, like I said, I, I, I enjoyed my time at Oakland, another great organization. And my time, everywhere, every team I went had gave me something that made me who I am today. I learned something from everywhere. So I don't, I don't you know, talk bad about no organization because they all go with great organizations. Right. But Green Bay was the one that drafted me there. there so I would, would love to have stayed that longer and maybe, you know, retired there. So, yeah. So, so to speak. I hated Clay Matthews. Tell me why I'm wrong for being a guy that's a hate on Clay Matthews. Uh, most people hate the great ones because <laughs> they always <laughs> going great. And most people don't like guys, you know, because it's like, oh, but he's always winning. He's always getting, making plays. But, right. To know him, to know him personally, and to have a chance to work with him personally, and 
see his lifestyle off the field and how he treated his body and how hard he worked. Right. You can't do nothing but accept that he's a great one. Just like LeBron James and a lot of other players that's hated by so many people. But until you know that person off the field and how much work they've actually put into the, their craft, their game, their film watching, that he, how they eat, how they sleep, the way they do everything, is, is, and you got to just appreciate it that I had a chance to witness greatness in my time. That's yeah. what I got to say about that. Do you, um, who was who the one guy you kind of met uh, that just wowed you? You know, because you probably have had a chance to meet some pretty cool people. Who's the guy I'll, that you've met? You know, they have to necessarily be a football player, but just, you know, the, the, the opportunities you've been afforded through your hard work and your career, who, who's the person that kind of wowed you when you met them? Well, I would say Obama, Barack Obama, because he was the first uh, black president we had. And so just be able to shake his hand and see him and see behind the scenes at the White House and experience things that most people would never get to experience was one of the people I would say, wow, I'm so happy that I got to experience this, you know, because, you know, I don't, who knows if we ever have another black president or whatnot, but being the first and had a chance to shake his hand and he tell me congratulations on winning the world champion, being a world champion was one of my greatest uh, wows as a people off, not at playing football. But right, yeah. if it was football, he always had to say Charles Woods because <laughs> the man is the greatest, who, as I guess in my eyes, I don't see some great ones, but he's probably the great one. <laughs> so, t- so when you go to the White House, um, uh-huh. yeah, because that's obviously you guys win the Super Bowl the trip to the White House. Is are there like security clearances? Do you get involved in that, or does the team kind of handle all that? Oh, uh, the team handle all that, but okay. you, everybody got to go through security clearance and one by one, and they check you thoroughly. I mean, you be out there <laughs> two or three hours before you can even get in because they make sure they see everything. They got so much uh, technology and so many people that's mm-hmm. guarding the White House that you don't see it. It would never see that would actually take you down if you got close enough. So just to, to get a chance to see, you know, behind the scene, their their dog, and you know, you know where they be at on a daily basis. Like, wow, this is amazing. You know, I, I think we we've all seen the White House. Uh, I know people who've toured the White House. Uh, know people that have kind of gotten to hang out in the White House. Uh, well, hang out or head meetings there or what have you, but it's a lot bigger than I think people realize. It's it's a huge. It complex. is. It is. Yeah. It's a lot bigger than what people realize. You're right. You're right about that. It's a huge complex. It really is. Yeah. Uh, C.J. Wilson with us here. All right. Who was the guy that was the toughest guy for you to deal with when you were playing? I mean, as far as lining up across, you knew you were going to have a, a tough day and not be able to do everything you wanted to do defensively. Mm-hmm. I remember we uh, we we always have a defensive meeting on Mondays. No, no, actually, it's, yeah, actually, it's, um, Wednesdays. Well, I, it's, I think it's Mondays. I'm thinking your Mondays, and talk about the opponent we're going to face that upcoming Sunday, <laughs> and one opponent I play against many times. And coach goes, you know, you play against. We play against a lot of guys, and he always give you the guy weakness. And if he, I don't care who it is, they got a weakness. But one player, he was like, this guy has no weakness. <laughs> he can catch. He can run. He can juke. Don't get tired. He's just a great player. And that was Adrian Peterson, just one of the great ones that was tough to play against because you stop him all game, and he run the ball 20 times. You stop him 19, you got him down 19 carries for maybe, what, uh, 50 yards, and all of a sudden he'll break a 99-yard touchdown. Then on the, on the thing, 20 yards for 150 yards. You're like, wow, man, he did a great job. So he's one of those guys you got to play to the end, and he's hard. he was hard to defend as – uh, a defensive player, defensive team. 
CJ, what would you, and this I'm sure something you tell your nephews, uh, this is something you probably tell your, um, or got to tell your kids that you're going to coach at North Pitt or you tell kids, I'm sure when you've talked to them and it's not necessarily football, but just life. But I mean, you know, certainly uh small school guy, you go to ECU, it was a time when they were in conference USA and uh, had, had not had some success, but they were starting to build that way. And as you mentioned, a couple championships your last two years. Is, is that a kind of a, a perseverance? I mean, what, what would be your message, I guess, to, to you know, anybody uh, about, well, you know, kind well, of start, I don't want to say starting small, but you know what I mean, certainly starting in, yeah, at oh, a smaller oh, yeah. school in Eastern humble beginners. Yeah, humble beginners. I think humble, humble, humble beginners are the best because, you know, it makes you, I think these guys are humble, started off humble, works the hardest, and they always keep a nice attitude with it. That, you know, I work hard to get where I'm at. I just, it wasn't handed to me. So I would tell the guys, like I was telling them the last two days, you're only going to get out what you put in. You can't, if you ain't putting no million dollars in the bank, don't go asking for it. If you only put ten dollars in, that's what you can ask for. So what life is what you life is life of uh, compensation. You only gonna get out what you put in. So I was a guy that put in a lot of work off the field when, when it comes to Christ, family, my, my my faith in God. I believed in Him. I went to church, gave Him my all. I, when it comes to uh, football, gave Him my all. And so I tell these guys now, put it together with with education. And you'll be great no matter what you do, no matter if it's football, no matter if it's being a cop, being a lawyer, a doctor, a fireman, whatever you put your all into it, and you'll, you'll, you'll create a, a great future for yourself. And that's my message is law of compensation. Yeah. Hey, uh, it's great to talk to you. Thanks for doing this. I know it's yes, been sir. kind of a nutty oh, schedule you. for you today, so we appreciate you taking some time thank we'll you. hopefully get you back in the uh, or get you back on and get you in the studio at some point but oh uh, yes i, I enjoyed i enjoyed it. i was I, I definitely would stop by each time you asked me i just had a lot to do today uh, well you appreciate it you're a busy man you're about to become a, a proud papa <laughs> so you got a few things that you got to deal with right now uh with yes, all sir, of yes, sir. so uh I, I totally understand hey good to talk to you and uh, we'll catch up soon thanks a lot cj all right thank you bye-bye all right there he goes cj wilson what a nice guy heck of a guy probably tear your head off on the field but a heck of a nice guy. Uh, great to have him on. Uh, really enjoyed that. We'll break. Ben Byram. You ready for an update, Ben? All right. Ben's going to slave over the keyboard here. Then he'll slave over a hot microphone and let you know what's going on in the world of sports after this. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. I can't wait. On your flagship home of Pirate Football, 94.3 The Game and 943thegame.com. Ben Barm here for your 94 Through the Game Sports Update. We start with a look at what's happened out of the Big Rock Tournament. And, well, not too much has happened today as there was no Blue Marlins whatsoever caught today. But the event's leader still remains natural for 521-pounder, followed by following seas with 449 pounds. From college football, the NCAA is investigating Arizona State for possible recruiting violations. And from the NBA, a few superstars hit with the injury bug in the playoffs. We start with the Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie Irving has been confirmed to be out for Game 6 tomorrow against the Milwaukee Bucks, while James Harden will be available. In L.A., Kawhi Leonard is expected to miss the rest, the remainder of the Clippers series against the Jazz due to a right knee injury. The team also fears that Kawhi possibly might have tore his ACL. Jazz point guard Mike Conley remains sidelined against the Clippers tonight due to that nagging right hamstring injury. And Chris Ball is expected to be out indefinitely and has been placed in the league's health and safety protocols. Meanwhile, Mavericks GM Donnie Nelson has parted ways with Dallas, Washington, and head coach Scott Brooks couldn't come to an agreement on a new deal and are 
they're agreeing to part ways. Brooks' deal was set to expire anyways after the playoffs. And reportedly, Hornets guard LaMelo Ball has been named the Rookie of the Year. Details with an official announcement from the league are expected to come here soon. That's going to do it for your 94th of the game sports update. I'm Ben Byron, P-Man to wrap it up after this quick timeout. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. What? You want more? All right. On your flagship home of Pirate Basketball. 94.3 The Game at 94.3thegame.com. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Clouds tonight in the low of 60, looking at uh, afternoon clouds, but mainly sunny tomorrow. Slight chance of a shower, 15%. But I, I, I don't see it. 83 tomorrow. Concert on the Common, beginning with Liquid Pleasure tomorrow. If you want to see a concert, Liquid Pleasure might be the way for you to go. A total party band. So Concert on the Common begins at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. I'm sure we'll have an update during the show on uh, what's going on at the Town Common. Uh, Friday, 87 and sunny. 96 Saturday with lots of sunshine. And then Father's Day Sunday, uh, more sun than clouds uh, with temps in the uh, low 90s. It's nice to have C.J. Wilson on. Uh, 82, by the way, right now in Greenville. Uh, great to have C.J. Wilson on. He was a fantastic guy. Fantastic guy. So it was nice to uh, nice to have him on uh, there. Appreciate him taking a few minutes with us here. Uh, college football fans, ECU Pirate fans, individual tickets for both Duke's Mayo Bowl Classic Games go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. That includes, of course, uh, the Georgia-Clemson game, but also ECU-Appalachian State. So uh, Ticketmaster... Or DukesMayoClassic.com. If you've not gotten your tickets yet. Might need to get on that. Yeah, ECU, App State. Tickets go on sale 10 tomorrow. I'm kind of excited about it. Getting Stick a around for some Georgia Clemson? Yeah, you could. Get a little juice for football, Benjamin. How about you? Get a little juice. All right, we need a little time off. Recharge the batteries. But I am starting to get a little, little juiced for uh, college football coming back. Really, no all doubt. football Same. coming back. Yeah, all football coming back. Really excited about it. Really, really uh, excited about it. If you've missed uh, any of our shows this week, we've had uh, Bethany Bradshaw from down at the uh, uh, the Big Rock. We had uh, Coach Cliff Godwin yesterday, C.J. Wilson today. Uh, we post the uh, podcast of the show online, 94.3thegame.com, wherever else you uh, download your podcast. I know a lot of people at the beach listen on some of those other – my friends at the beach listen on uh, some of those other uh, – outlets so uh we'll get this uh up there if you miss some shows uh this week or miss the cj wilson interview you can uh you can check that out i think we're gonna have mole tomorrow and then i think friday's gonna be the day where we're gonna have uh webb wellman on who is the kid who uh, did this just stellar documentary on the farmville central basketball uh state championship team through his uh website hoop state and it's gonna it's been distributed on youtube 
Uh, and you could just kind of, you know, just search YouTube for Farmville Central Basketball Documentary, and we'll get you all the details on that uh, a little more organized and buttoned up tomorrow. But uh, I think we're going to have Webb on to talk about that on uh, Friday. I think that'd be uh, a good day and something to maybe give you to look forward to looking into the uh, weekend you can go and watch and uh, that sort of thing. So uh, uh, Kevin Williams next week, he'll be with us and uh, some other great guests that uh, we're in the process of finalizing dates with them. Uh, next week will be kind of a good and big week to have a lot of uh, folks on. Uh, Phil Steele's going to come on with us uh, here soon. I think we're going to try to get McMixon on uh, sometime in the next week or so. And uh, so a lot of that is going on. Speaking of the Big Rock, did anything happen today? I saw a post when I finally uh, kind of got in the studio here and sat down, and it talked about it didn't even it didn't even say the boat. It just said Michael Jordan has a fish hook. No, 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 no. You're getting confused. It said MJ's. MJ's is not Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. It's MJ's just a is boat a totally MJ's. different. Yeah. So people were going nutso over because they said. For the wrong boat. Right. They thought MJ meant, well, Michael Jordan's got a fish. Because oh, I, I would have mentioned that in the update. And I did my research and I was like, oh, this is a completely different boat. And right. this has nothing to do with Michael Jordan. So. How, how often do you think the boat MJ's has been confused, maybe? probably hate it they probably hate michael jordan they're probably on the lebron james train now <laughs> the the people that are the crew of mj the boat mjs they don't hard-working fishermen been right. doing it for decades and now michael jordan comes and steals their shine well they pull in and people think oh it's mj's boat mj's boat look there at michael no, jordan. these people here for us and they right. immediately leave when they don't see michael when they jordan. don't when they realize it's not michael jordan it's just a couple of uh you know guys as you say hard-working fishermen type uh, so yeah, they, they probably would go with LeBron being the greatest of all time or Kobe, God rest his soul, uh, being the greatest of all time because of, uh, their experience the last couple of years at the big rock, the, the Jordan boat is catch 23, uh, not MJ's. So I saw that boy that, so I fell for it. I'm like, I'm like those other rubes there waiting on the dock that think MJ's is Michael's boat. Yeah. No. Yes. What happened at the big rock today? Absolutely. Nothing. Nothing happened. No blue Marlins reeled in or anything. Really? Yep. Absolutely nothing. The well, leaderboards remain the exact same. I think the Bethany Bradshaw uh, report will be kind of short this week. This is where Bethany will dig in tonight and, and get to that next level <laughs> of story for what's going on today. There was a lot of excitement yesterday with Natural, though. And that kind of carried over. I, I filled in for McGee on Talk of the Town today, and we'll be doing it again tomorrow. And um, a lot of excitement in our news and uh, sports reports on that. A lot of fo folks fired up about that. You know, today also might have been the day, too, because, you know, weather-wise, it was eh, the first couple of days. But, you know, you, you could sit out a couple of days, and usually you see everybody about this midweek, this Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday combination, they'll sit out those days and try to position themselves to, you know, finish strong. And they've got a number to chase right now at 521. Not an insurmountable number, but a number nonetheless. So we'll uh, we'll see. Well, thank you for doing the extra. Look at you doing the legwork on this. This is good. Because I, I thought to myself, somebody has called. Somebody got so excited that they put MJ has hooked a fish. No. And they, they, they're saying Michael Jordan has hooked a fish. Oh, you know, it could be Michael Jackson. or <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about that at all. That might not be the... Uh, I, I don't see that happening, I, you know? 
I don't see that happening as uh, MJ's hobby. There's a lot of places I could go, Ben, but I'm not going to go there. There's a lot of Michael Jacksons out there. I, hey, well, I there are. Which one? There, that is true. There are probably a lot of guys named Mike Jackson who are out there. Uh, thanks to C.J. Wilson. We learned a lot in that C.J. Wilson interview. A lot to digest in that thing, wasn't there? Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks to him. Mole uh, with us tomorrow as we'll preview the U.S. Open, and uh, we'll be keeping an eye on what is happening down at the Big Rock also. What's going on around college baseball and the coaching carousel. For Ben Byram, I'm Patrick Johnson. Have a great evening. We'll catch you tomorrow.